Welcome to the Sun Talks podcast. I got nothing for you. That's it. That's all I got for you. Well, right. I, I've got a lot for you. Oh, no. Uh, including What's Up, Ding Dongs? That's right. It's the Side Talks podcast. Don't speak. I know. Just want you. <laughs> are, are you singing No Doubt because you love No Doubt? Or are oh, you telling I'm me not to speak? to not speak, please. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, man. Well, we're all having a great day today. Yeah, you can tell. I've got like the Kathleen Turner thing going on. I wish. Um <laughs> I like him allergied out. Yeah. This thing is a disaster. Between that and whatever trash fire literally is happening in Irondale. Yeah, literally. Uh, tis the season for allergy suffering. I'm going to get a class action lawsuit against pollen <laughs> and Irondale. Uh, and Stack it up. Plants in Make general. it rain. Plants. Show me the money. But this isn't a podcast <laughs> about plants unless we are talking about I don't know, oh, Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors, which we're not. I bet there are pot plant podcasts out there that have more listeners. Almost certainly. Yeah. I yeah, mean, there, there are podcasts. I mean, there are white nationalist podcasts that F-M-L, have more listeners. FML, as they say, Corey. Yeah. Well, uh, this is not a white nationalist podcast either. Um, <laughs> At I just least we clarify. don't think it is, unless something's happening that we're not aware no, of. No, I, I think I would be aware of that. Um, I don't know. They get real sneaky, those bastards they are um yeah uh this is in fact an anti those people podcast so if you're listening uh you're listening against our wishes if you're a white nationalist turn this podcast off right now please you got no business here yeah we are um we're, unless you just really love wes anderson oh God. If, you, if that combination of things happens to exist in your world eh, what can we do imagine being a natalie dressed nazi <laughs> who prefers everything <laughs> symmetrical and, oh man! Yeah, I mean, uh, it makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. I, I, I guess they did have their their own uh, sense, sense of style back in the day, but all those um, German assholes uh, got what was coming to them. So um, you know, I don't I don't care for Nazis. Whoa! Yeah, I know that's a hot take. I mean, look, I don't, I can't keep up. The first of several hot takes to come on this <laughs> Nazis podcast. Suck. Plants are great. Let's talk about movies. Yeah, let's do it. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. fight. Yeah, we're fighting about Demi Moore today. That's right. This is the five-minute fight. We're fighting about Demi Moore. Who What's is? What's your problem, dude? Okay, listen. Um, guess. Oh, shocker! I'm pro Demi Moore. Sure. You're anti Demi Moore. Yeah. What is your problem? She's now, not a very look, good actress, right? No, let me say right? this. Yes, she's absolutely good. She's actually very, very good in some things. If you're scrolling around her on her IMDb uh-huh, page, you're yes. going to find a lot of crap. Uh-huh. But that is the case with a lot of people. Sure, you sure, sure, sure. No, I'm not. I'm not approaching her from the weakness of her filmography, which is, you know, she had some ups and downs uh, at the the height of her career. A lot of downs. She's amazing in this film that most people haven't seen called Mortal Thoughts. Well, I have not seen Mortal Thoughts. It is incredible, and she's really, really good in it. She plays opposite her husband at the time, Bruce Willis, uh-huh. and they're both very good. I would highly recommend seeing that film. I think you'll That's change your mind. That's an Alan Rudolph movie. Okay. It's a great film. I also think she's good in Indecent Proposal. I don't think it's a very good film, but I think that it's a better film than I remembered, and it's not a terrible film. It's it's really incredibly watchable, and I think she's good in it. And you, you don't think she is, but I think she she is. Well, I think she makes Ghost. She's interesting. She's dynamic. She's great to look at. She has really good chemistry with 
Patrick Swayze something you wouldn't yeah. know anything about because you're what? always talking about Meg and Tom. Oh my God, this is not about Meg and Tom. Let's Fine. let's stay focused. But it, it's relevant. It's relevant. Mm. It's relevant because those are two four year old children who people put keep putting together as if they have sexual chemistry. No, whereas look. like at least Demi Moore is like fire, and I like to look at her and I like to watch her. She's good at what she does, and she has great chemistry with different people, including even Whoopi Goldberg. Is she good at what she does, or is she just attractive? I just said it. She's good at what she does. No. Did I not? Mm, I did add attractive to the list. You can be attractive and good at what you, you do. Can. It's not a fucking choice. I just choice. don't think that Demi Moore is one of those fortunate okay, people. I'm going to be quiet for a second because I just listed a lot of things yes. that I think h- highlight some of her better work and that she's good at. It doesn't mean, again, not all the material is good. But no. she she actually is one of the things that makes Ghost watchable. Ghost is kind of a terrible film, especially when Ghost you watch those really little... I think Ghost is really good. Oh, wow. I, I like Ghost a lot. So who would you rather have seen in Ghost? I don't, I don't know. She's... Like Ghost is that the one page boy haircut, adorbs. I can't even finish the sentence here. Go ahead. Ghost is the one movie of hers that I, I I would say that I like. With respect to her, I have not seen anywhere close to her full filmography. Well, neither so have I. There are, I'm sure, hidden gems in there somewhere that I cannot acknowledge. But what I have seen of her filmography is one often not very impressive and two she's often one of the things i like the least about the movies well, she's are you in. gonna say saint almost fire I, of course i'm gonna say saint almost fire fire fuck off saint almost fire really is an awful movie. movie it's a really it's fun film awful movie it's not supposed and to be she's good the worst part of it bullshit she's, she's the best she's it. one of the best parts of it when she's sitting in that room doing the coke with the sheiks it's awesome no what are you talking about it's so How, lame what do you that mean that whole movie's and, so lame and, and when she's like i'm gonna die of cold which makes no fucking sense. The movie's not supposed to be good. It's supposed to be taken it's with not a grain of salt. Supposed it's to be really good? not. It's not. It's supposed to. It's like it really is leaning into. Look, how could you say it's not? That's There's like a, something my students would say when they turn so? in work that's not very like subpar. Oh, that they didn't spend time on. Maybe well, it's you, know, you're not, you don't get it, Mister Craft. It's not supposed maybe to be good. Maybe you don't. And yeah, you I know guess. what? Maybe you don't that, get it. Maybe I don't. The, a rescue on a fire escape with a with a welding torch and a bottle of hairspray and the whole wind is going to kill her because it's cold what ridiculous it's ridiculous but obviously they didn't get as far as to shoot this thing not knowing it was ridiculous mm. you kind of have to embrace this thing where it hits you which is on this really campy soap opera kind of vibe which is what that film is and she's really good and fun in it it hit me different i'll just put it that way it hit me yeah, like nails on a fucking chalkboard a giant stick up your ass when you watched it clearly I mean, and when I watch everything else, but I like a lot of other movies. So, you know, the stick is not the point. Here are some other things that I think she is bad in. <laughs> a Few Good Men, which is another movie that I don't really like, but I think you she's- You can't handle the truth! I think she's the worst part of that movie. No, oh, whatever. And then a bunch of bad movies like Nothing But Trouble, which is a calamity. Granted, it's ridiculous not her fault, let me, but no, she's let not me quote good Demi in Moore it. in G.I. Jane. Suck my dick. She's not good in G.I. Jane either, which is not- a. <laughs> Which is not a good movie. Um, you know, she she does have. I'll, I'll grant a a you know the 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 physical presence necessary for GI Jane, but she lacks the ability to really like. She's fine in I that know, film. The film is good. She's life. fine. She's fine. She's in one of your boys' film. Your, your precious Woody Allen. She's in a Woody Allen film. What deconstructing Harry? Yeah, a movie I don't like. Oh wow, I'm shocked. Um, yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the 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 
pre-Troubles. Well, this was post-Troubles, honestly. It's all post-Troubles. It's all post-Troubles. Was, He's a if, troubled guy. If it was after his birth, it was post-Troubles. Oh, jeez. Poor. She's, well, not poor She's Woody. freaking hilarious in Charlie's mm. Angels Full Throttle. Oh, I didn't see that no, because I fun. hated the fucking it's first fucking one. It's fucking fun. You suck. Oh, whatever. You know what, Brad? You know what? Before you... Can you do me a favor, Brad? Before you actually go and weigh in, I want to I wanna submit something else for your consideration. I threw you a little bit of hype music earlier today, and I think this should should really, you know, maybe next time we come into the fight with it, but this time I'd like to go out of the fight with it. If you would, could you give Corey just a little little bit of his fight music and then hyped up. give me a little bit of my fight music before you go to weigh in? Because Sam's not here today, so Brad is going to be calling the verdict. Oh, of course. That's mine, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? Um, well, we missed Corey's there. No, nah, that's all right. Okay, he's forfeiting his fine. He's forfeiting it. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance In to mention face. fucking strip tees or the scarlet letter or any number In of other face. stains on cinema from the 90s that, you know, when we thought that Demi Moore was a movie star. You conceded to my fight music is all I'm saying. She is very attractive. I think that needs to be reemphasized. She's very attractive. And charismatic. It's not just about like... It is, she is not charismatic I, on screen. She may be charismatic in person, but she is not It's not about her physical appearance. Screen. She's got a vibe. No. She's got an energy. She's, I love the way she carries herself. She's stylish as fuck. Brad? Man. First of all, um, negative a thousand points for making me picture... Uh, Corey watching any movie with a stick up his ass. <laughs> I mean, I it's way up there, Brad. No, you wouldn't even be able to see it. I object. I thought going into this, this was going to be a hard decision. Um, but, oh, man, I, I got to go with Corey on this. What? I what? do. I can't believe here's my why. ears. I know. Here's why. Like, when I really start and think, start to think about her filmography and the ones that I've seen or whatever, every time I think of that movie, whatever movie it is, I remember watching it and kind of going like, oh, "I don't." I'm just like underwhelmed. I demand a recount. Sorry, man. We're I'm hashtag sorry. where's Sam? I really wanted to. Do you think? What do you think he would? What do you think Sam would have said? I don't know. We're gonna call him. You know what? We're gonna play this for him <laughs> and call him back for the next episode. That's I mean, fair. look. I want to recount her her most lasting contribution to culture is like a couple of Vanity Fair covers, right? Oh, like, I just I don't think that's fair at all. I, a lot of the things I've mentioned, you haven't even seen. That's true. She's also in this film, Wisdom, which you're not going to like because it's it's <laughs> silly and stupid. But I think she's pretty good in it. Like I do think she's kind of brings something to. Uh, here's the thing: I think a lot of the films that she's in mm-hmm. would be complete and utter flops and unworthy of even watching if it wasn't for her. I think she does lift some material up. She doesn't make good choices mm. all the time, but this is you know where we land. What do you think is her, maybe, you, sorry if I missed it and you already said it, what's her best performance, Rachel? Mortal Thoughts, hands down. Okay, I, I think she's really, really yeah. good in it. I think it's one, I think it's also shows like what could happen if she has a decent director and a decent script and isn't just chasing the money. There is some kind of interesting stuff about 
young Demi Moore and her efforts to sort of establish herself in the industry. And she was a bit of a sort of outlier in a certain way. Like she would, you know, pull up on a motorcycle to their agent's office and this kind of thing where it wasn't just wasn't your typical sort of Hollywood thing. She's a little rough around the edges. And I don't know that people leaned into that. I think that they were taken by how attractive she is and kind of pretty girl caster oftentimes. Yeah, she's so cool. You know what? (laughs) She is, man. And you're not, so you don't get it. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, but I won the fight. I may not be cool or on the cover of Vanity Fair, pregnant and nude, but I won the fight. Well, until the next time. Music, music, music. Or should we call it music times three? Music times music. three. I, yeah. No, no, I like it. I like music, music, and music, music better. I think we just... We, 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 that's better. That's better. Way better. Way better. So I have a question for y'all. Okay. That relates to music and movies. And here's my question. All right. What, we've talked about some things we love. What scene with music has the music just ruined the scene for you or ruined the film for you? What, you know, what soundtrack is just the worst soundtrack to you that kind of ruined the movie? And again, you can go with scene if you'd like, or we can go with entire film. What do you think? I'm going to go first okay. on this one. Go ahead. Bert. Mine's a scene. And the fir- I just went with it because it was the first thing that came to mind, how much I hated Spider-Man 3 and all, and all the music scenes in it. Whoa. The, like the, the like music, the, like the jazz The jazz club, scene, scene when he's walking thing. down the street, oh, snapping yeah. his fingers. It oh, made me shit. so cringy. Yeah. And as a younger person that was really, I mean, because remember, this is before... The fucking MCU takeover of film. And those first two Spider-Man movies are great. They were a big deal. Yeah. I grew up reading Spider-Man comics. I was psyched about the third one. And then I've never been able to watch it since. Because I literally get cringy every time those scenes come on. Those are miscalculated, I would say. And you're certainly not alone in thinking those those scenes are out of place. Well, it kind of made me like, not not that I loved Tobey Maguire before, but it kind of made me not like him, too. Oh, well, you gotta watch out because Rachel is the biggest Toby Maguire fan. I, yeah, I, I, I started hating on that little bitch a long time ago. <laughs> Let me just ask this: uh-huh. is that that is that the one that has the vin- vindicated? No, that's part two. Okay. That's part two. Okay. Uh, and that only plays over the closing credits, thankfully. But that was yeah. right. you know that came with some energy. That song yeah. that was a dark fucking period for pop music in America. <laughs> in some ways, I think so. In some ways, <laughs> that, that's that's cut from the same cloth as that Evanescent song in oh. Daredevil. Oh um, man, which was but, inescapable. Or prior to that, like, Lincoln Park, and Ugh. my friend Matt is consistently like, anytime there's even a hint of that of a Lincoln Park song, he's like, "That whiny little bitch, get over her!" <laughs> oh <my laughs> it makes him really angry, really, really angry. Anyway, Corey, what's your answer? Well, I've got a couple things. Um, I thought about scenes um, that were kind of ruined by music, and what came to mind. The first thing that came to mind is a very small snippet, but wildly out of place Uh-oh. snippet of uh, Angel of the Morning in It Chapter 2. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I do <laughs> it's, like what I hear. It, it's a, it is a bizarre, out of place comic relief moment while one character is being, I think, vomited on by a manifestation of, of Holy Pennywise. Shit. Holy shit. Uh, and it just like comes out of nowhere. It, there's no Is this diegetic, Juice Newton's yes. version? And there's Whoa. no there's no diegetic source in the scene that the right. music might be playing in. It's just like seven seconds of that song dropped into this moment where – 
like a, a Boogans vomits on, I think, Bill Hader <laughs> You know, somebody. This is next level. Uh, I wonder what the music supervisor was thinking right there. Like, right. Can, were they thinking, "Can I get away with this?" I mean, and they did, but they shouldn't have. I mean, yeah. that that movie is not ruined by that moment. That movie has a lot of other problems, but um, including its runtime. Yeah, it, for real. Um, and the fact that if you're adapting that novel into a film and you want to split it into the the kid half versus the adult half. That's a difficult thing to do because in the novel, nothing really happens to the adults. They right. just wander right. around, have flashbacks to their childhood. They just yeah. contemplate. So yeah. maybe leave that part out. Yeah. And that's where I think that the first chapter one, right, kind of got it right, right. Because that's what I don't like about the original is like the adult parts where they're just on the phone and shit is boring. It works. I want to see Pennywise yep. crunching yes. your neck. Yep. I don't want to see adults talking. It works splendidly in the novel, but. Translated to film doesn't work. Okay. Second thing. Um, the director, Zack Snyder, and I hesitate to say his name because I don't want his crazy internet brigade of fans to come after me. But the director, Zack Snyder, <laughs> has we go. terrible taste in needle well, oh. drops. And uh, this was first exposed in 2009 in Watchmen, where uh -oh. a sex scene is set to Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah because of no. fucking course it is no. because wow. that guy has no imagination for the songs that he selects. That's disgusting. Up to and including the fact that in his most recent film, Army of the Dead, which is a zombie movie, he literally plays the Cranberries zombie. Um, zombie. Zombie. Which shouldn't be played ever, period. Like, I know that that's also going to create some controversy. Well, when that gets called, when somebody gets called up for karaoke and that first note starts, I am like, get the fuck right. off the stage. I'm seriously, I get like the clown on Evening of the Apollo with the like, <laughs> and I want to just drag them off the stage. No one wants to hear you do that song. Yeah. Well, I learned Take that the a hard note, way. I bet. Um, and I, I, the the other thing I wanted to mention, it, it's a film that wouldn't have been good if the music <laughs> had not, you know, been used the way right, it's used. Right. Don't get me wrong. This is a disaster of a movie. But the music, the wall to wall, like blatant, stupid needle drops make this an intolerable experience. And that's the 2016 super anti-hero movie Suicide Squad, oh. which has disaster just the most obvious needle drops sprinkled throughout that entire movie. Um, if you've seen it, you probably had a miserable time too, um, but you may recall that that movie starts with like five consecutive pop songs um, over a bunch of different prologues. The movie was had a tumultuous post-production process and was hacked to shit. And you can tell that it was hacked to shit. But one of the reasons I think it was hacked to shit is because Warner brothers got this, this quote unquote gritty, you know, super villain movie. And they were like, no, we want this to be guardians of the galaxy, put songs into it. And that's what they did. So you have like house of the rising sun oh, man. and Oof. you don't own no. me playing when Harley Quinn is introduced. And, um, I think fortunate son, oh, when no. killer wow. croc is introduced and, and all kinds of horrible things like that. And the only other one I wanted to mention is that, None of this has ever come close to ruining a Michael Mann movie for me, but Michael Mann likes Audio Slave a little too much. <laughs> uh, in, in Collateral and Miami Vice, oh, shit. there's too much Audio Slave, and I don't know like, what- Like, is there more than one per movie? 
I think there are two in Collateral, which I think is otherwise an excellent movie, a movie that I really, really love. But man, <laughs> also, I think he does use um, one of the, I think he uses a Jay-Z Linkin Park mashup uh-uh. in uh-huh. that movie uh-uh. uh, in Miami Vice. Yep. Um, and, Ooh, you know, that, that was not. My favorite choice from from yeah. old Mike, but you know he's a he's a he's a good enough filmmaker that the the muscular nature of his filmmaking overcomes perhaps some unimaginative music choice choices on his part. You're not gonna like what I have to say. You're not gonna like it, Corey. I seldom do, but what are you gonna throw at me right now? Oh, that Enya bullshit in Age of Innocence. Or whatever oh, it is. Oh, it's oh, so oh, oh. Uh-uh. terrible. Uh-uh. That, that doesn't even come close to being one Lies. of the first things that I think about Lies. when I think about that movie. Because uh-uh. I'm going to tell you something. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I, I really can't stand to have a period piece and have music out. I know that doesn't bother everybody, but it really drives me nuts to get cool with a period I'm piece and try to that. bring the modern music in. No, yeah, I want to feel that. the I era. I, want, I can't fucking stand it and that Enya song when they're walking it's weird it doesn't make any sense I'm t- suddenly mm. ripped from Mm-mm. the era what is happening and that is ruining a great film that moment is terrible it doesn't come Corey, close to terrible. ruining that oh, great it movie absolutely ruined I haven't it even for me. seen the movie and I'm with you I'm mm. giving you some points Thank back you. from the five minute Thank fight right you. here Mm-mm. and the same things ha- thing happens in Marie Antoinette uh, uh, yeah, that upsets that's, me that's upsets very me. deliberate that's that's, they're, they're, I think it's all Sophia Coppola drawing deliberate. a parallel between Antoinette and, and the sort of we don't need to. Thing. The story's interesting enough. Eh. I don't want a parallel drawn. I just I want to see the film. I don't want to hear all this bullshit. And you know that I look. Boz has gone down the stony end. Uh oh. Boz Lerman has fucked up so many things. Uh uh-uh. uh Yes, he has. Uh-uh. Yes, he has. And one of the reasons is he's out of touch he's out of touch i reject this (laughs) and he thinks he's cool when he's not and it's upsetting it's Mm. upsetting it's like when you watch you know when you're a little kid and you thought your dad was cool my mom listens to this podcast so she'll understand when you're little and you think your dad is cool and then you realize like as you're older you're like oh shit dad's not cool at all like when i was four i thought he was cool and now i'm scared that's me with boz lerman like oh no 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 no. dad don't do it don't do it and there he goes putting a jay-z song in what the great gatsby fuck off yeah, I am truly upset by all of what you just said. <laughs> um, I, I will push back on that only slightly by saying I have gotten tired of the anachronistic needle drops thing, but only because it's been overused. Thank I think you. it's well done in Marie no. Antoinette. I think it's well done in the films of Boz Lerman. And I'm not even going to talk about the Scorsese. Because you know what? Here's what I'll Scorsese give you. Scorsese very you seldom do does anything once. wrong. One filmmaker gets to do it and be like, look what I did. This is different. And then it never, never, never gets done never again. Never say never. Come I on. Will, what you, okay, Justin Bieber. I will absolutely say <laughs> never right now and say it, it can happen once. And that's it. That's It's done. Mm. It's done. Because we saw it. We saw it didn't work. And then we're moving on. That that truly does not bother me, and I, mm. I guess I, I guess it bothers others. It seems it, to bother Brad. It, it, it really bother bothers a lot. me a yeah. lot. It doesn't bother a lot of people. This is like oh, and I get a lot. What I get with it is a shrug of like oh yeah. Well, that's certainly right. how I feel about it in Age of Innocence. I I do think it's 
like part no. of the objective of the filmmakers drawing a parallel between the the period and the present day in Marie Antoinette and in the Baz Luhrmann movies. Don't care. And it's, you know what, your reaction to it and this, and people who support this, the reaction is similar to when somebody gives me a cupcake and it has too much, like some kind of sugar on top. And I'm like, eh, oh, well, it had too many fucking sprinkles on it. It's still a cupcake and I like it. That's your reaction. This is a yeah. fucking movie. Don't do this shit. This shit should be deliberate. It's not okay. Stop bringing in modern music to period pieces. Please, please. Preach. I do what you want. If you're a filmmaker <laughs> out there listening to this, want. go with God. Follow your instincts, <laughs> um, especially if your name is Martin Scorsese. Okay, you, look, I don't think that Martin Scorsese would would defend this statement, which is just because it's him doesn't mean it's okay and right. He's a great filmmaker, one of the greatest, certainly one of the greatest living filmmakers, but I think will be one of the greatest filmmakers of all time when all is said and done and the earth explodes. Yes. I agree. So it like doesn't next year. mean he doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> he makes mistakes, and he will tell you that he makes sure. mistakes. Every I once know in a whether while. or not he'll he'll cough up a mistake in Age of Innocence. I don't know, but he should. No, no, I reject that. Wow. I reject that. Um, you're going to be eating your words when there's like a sick Cardi B needle drop in Killers <laughs> of the Flower Moon. I don't know. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need Lizzo in my fucking 14th fucking century film. WAP in Killers of the Flower Moon is, is like these <laughs> like, like white oil people are like killing Native Americans. I'm feeling good as hell. No, I don't need that to happen when people are wearing like, you know, turn of a century clothing. No. Mm. Well, hey. You know, you're missing out on some great cinema. Whatever. That's all I can say. Whatever. I stand by my decision. Brad's got my back, at least on this one. I do. And mm. uh, we'll talk about something else next time. Well, well thank you. Look at that. Uh-oh, jinx. We, uh, jinx. Jinx. Well, thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast. We're your own personal cinematic ASAP Rocky and Girl's Face girl's face you haven't heard the news what is that what does well, that even mean is the, that a person or is that a yeah, it's a girl's face a, a girl's face a girl's face yeah. so he what did he do to it I, well I, let me give you the headline this horrified. is from the met gala the other night okay asap rocky sorry for using girl's face as a ladder what thank you vulture for that headline love it yeah apparently he was running late you know ended up not being able to get through I guess the entrance he wanted to I know there hasn't been a whole lot of explanation that's this is my this is all my assumption but I do know he made his way through a crowd and over a barrier tapped a girl on the shoulder and said can I come through and she said no because I there's nothing we can do there's a barrier here and he stepped on her and launched over her into the entrance way to the gala I don't think then, you're supposed to do that no and then she posted a photo like looking a little disheveled and said you know Aesop Rocky just step use me as a ladder or whatever and he did start following her so that's I guess her reward <laughs> even though I'd be calling Shannara and he tweeted at her or whatever he did he commented lol my fault sweetheart oh that makes it better anyway do you want to be the girl's face or do you want to be Aesop Rocky listen I have never <laughs> felt more like that girl's face uh, than I perhaps do here in May 2023. Uh, that's true. Here at the end of a long school year. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll, I can, I'll go either way. I'm not stepping on any girls' faces, though. Well, I'll be the girls' face. I mean, look, I lost the fight today, so maybe that's all right and good to, to say you're ASAP Rocky and okay. I'm, the, I'm the girls' face that was used as a ladder. <laughs> 
Anyway, thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast. <laughs> We're not done with the Met Gala. Oh, Spoiler I, alert. I didn't think so. Um, what do we say now? Thank you to Batwell Studios for putting this darn thing together. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome. Appreciate it. And um, I got my I got my hype music today and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll have to wait and uh, for another instance uh, to hear my hype music, but it gets me hyped. That's for sure. Uh, in the oh, meantime, can we use the music again as we leave? Oh, as Lord. we exit, just one more time in your face, Corey. Um, what? What else do we say? Thank you. Sidewalkfest.com. Yeah, thank you to Splash96 for our real true music. At Sidewalk Film on social media. Come see a movie with us at the cinema. And as of May 1st, which has already happened when we're recording this, so I know it's already happened when you hear this, passes are on sale for the 25th Annual Sidewalk Film Festival. Go get them things right now. You want to get them before prices increase later on in the summer, and they will. Don't wait till the last minute to get your Sidewalk Passes. We're going to show movies there. We don't know what they are yet, but they're going to be movies, and they're going to be good, and you should come see them. Um, and yeah, that website again, SidewalkFest.com. Thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast. We really appreciate it. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.